Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N dot com slash 10. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Don't be last to join us on the road of new electric vehicles as we redefine what electric can do. Ford is going above and beyond to not only create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology, but to make sure that customers are well-educated on how to move forward with electric energy. Some benefits of driving all-electric include saving money annually on gas and zero vehicle emissions. Ford customers will also have easy and simple access to charge whether you charge at home, with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger, or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew, sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. Trends are constantly changing. There's something new in wellness, beauty, and food every day. That can be a lot to keep up with, so let me do the work. I'm the Trend Reporter, Mara Schiavocampo, here to tell you everything you want to know about the trends you should know. Hey guys, so this week we're talking about Enneagrams. Enneagrams are kind of like zodiac signs, dividing people into nine personality types. So instead of asking what's your sign, you might ask someone what's your Enneagram number or your personality type. And just like with your horoscope, knowing your Enneagram number can give you insight into your life, including what kind of work you should be doing, what kind of activities might be best for you, who to date, and who to avoid. So in just a minute, we're going to talk to Enneagram expert, Sarah Jane Case, about all of those things. And she's going to break down what the nine different personality types are and what you need to know based on your type. But first, how do you know what your Enneagram personality type is? Well, just so happens there's a test. There are many tests. But here's the thing. I didn't want to take the test alone. So I asked my sister to do it with me. And Pia is joining me now. Hi, Pia. Hey. How's it going? Good. I'm excited about today. Uh, do you know anything about Enneagrams? I had never heard of them until you told me about the show. Um, and I love this kind of stuff. I love discovering things about my personality. So I'm super, super excited. So you haven't seen any of the like, I see it a lot on social media, like best workout for your Enneagram type, best dessert for your Enneagram type. You haven't seen any of those things. 
No, I'm curious. I'm very interested in the different ways that we try to categorize our personality types. Oh. So there's horoscope. So you're Virgo. I'm a Libra. I think we both would agree that we share some of those traits. Some of it can be self-fulfilling prophecy because we've grown up knowing our zodiac signs and we know the traits associated with them. So maybe we have behaved in ways that are in accordance with that. So I looked up our Chinese signs because we did not grow up knowing what those traits were. So I was curious right. to see if we would still fit in those descriptions. So do you know what you are? I think I'm a rabbit. Correct. You are a rabbit. Um, so do you know what the traits are? I have no idea. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you and you tell me if it rings true. Well, first okay. your lucky numbers. Do you have lucky numbers? Uh, I do. I have one. What is it? Seven. Okay, that's one of your unlucky numbers. Oh my God, no, you have burst my bubble. What? Sorry, your your unlucky numbers are one, seven, and eight. Your lucky numbers are three, four, and six. Really? Okay, let me write this down. Three. Play the lottery. Play that number as mom mom would do. Play the number. Every variation. (laughs) Three, four, and six, four, three, six, six, four, three. Six, four, and three. It started <laughs> okay. Your lucky colors. Do you feel like you have a lucky color or a favorite color? You know, I really love blues, shades of blue. And I love magenta. Like okay. those are my. So that works because your lucky colors are blue, red, purple, and pink. Oh, okay. That, that is definitely me. Okay. Yes. Your unlucky colors are brown, yellow, and white. I'm wearing yellow right now. I like yellow. Okay. I mean, yellow, I think looks really good on brown skin. So I I don't know about all that. Okay. Your personality, the rabbit's personality, gentle, quiet, elegant, and alert, as well as quick, skillful, kind, patient, and very responsible. I think that sounds like you. I think so. Maybe the responsible part, I'll be like, eh, 50, 50, but I would say the other ones feel in alignment. Yeah. Okay. So that works. I'm a goat. Interesting. So I want to know the, the, what are the characteristics of a goat? uh, Okay. So the characteristics of a goat, the goat's personality, gentle, mild mannered, shy, stable, sympathetic, amicable, and brimming with a strong sense of kind heartedness and justice. Your your face right now is looking like, I don't know if that's really me. <laughs> I don't know that anyone would describe me as gentle, mild-mannered, or shy. I don't think so either. Right. No, no. So, don't know about that. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I went to a Chinese bar once, like in Chinatown, like an authentic, like the bouncer was Chinese. He didn't speak English. The people inside were Chinese. They didn't speak English. The bottles at the bar were in Chinese. There were no character, you know, characters that I could read on the bottles. And so I go into the bar and I sit down. I'm not alone. We were the group and I sit down at the bar and I said to the bartender, um, I don't know what any of these bottles are. So can you recommend a drink for me? And he said, what's your Zodiac sign? And I said, I'm a Libra. And he said, no, what year were you born? (laughs) And I said, you know, I told him the year. And so he served me a drink based on my Zodiac. And then I got, then we went and got tattoos. Okay. Wait, wait. (laughs) 
first of all, wait, I have a lot of questions. Um, so wait, first of all, what was the cocktail that he made? I have no idea to this day. It tasted like dog hair smells. That sounds absolutely dreadful. It was and yet awful. you drank it. It was served in a cup that looked like a broken egg. Oh, it was really, very strong. Anyway, this, we have strayed way, way off personality types. So we're, we're going to talk to Sarah Jane in a second. Um, but okay. I wanted to read the nine Enneagram descriptions because we both took a test and right. to see if any of them ring true to you before you learn okay. what your actual type is. Okay. Number one is the reformer. So it's the rational idealistic type. Number two is the helper, the caring interpersonal type. Number three is the achiever, the success-oriented pragmatic type. Number four is the individualist, the sensitive withdrawn type. Number five is the investigator, the intense cerebral type. Number six is the loyalist, the committed security-oriented type. Number seven is the enthusiast, the busy fun-loving type. Number eight is the challenger, the powerful dominating type. And number nine is the peacemaker, the easygoing, self-effacing type. Did any of those wow. ring true to you? I'm going to go with helper. And what was the last one? The last one was the peacemaker. I feel like I might be one of those. Those were the ones that kind of spoke to me. Okay. How about you? I feel like the achiever and also the enthusiast. Mm. So it would be interesting to me, and I don't know the answer to this, but it would be interesting to know if you can be more than one type or a hybrid of types. Yes. Yes. Because I feel like there's little p bits and pieces of us, right? Like we're not a monolith. Yes. There are, you know, we're, we're complicated creatures. So I, I'm excited to learn more about this. Yes, I really am. as am I, and to see how it can impact my life. So let's take a break. Uh, like I mentioned, we each took a test, but we have not seen the results. So after the break, Sarah Jane Case is going to join us. She's going to answer all of our Enneagram questions, and then she's going to reveal the results of our tests. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties in two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. Sponsorship for this podcast is brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. 
Ford Motor Company is committed to redefining what electric can do with new all-electric vehicles like the Mustang Mach-E and the F-150 Lightning that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Ford is going above and beyond in innovation to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology on the market. And when you drive all-electric with Ford, you get impressive torque, zero tailpipe emissions, and no more oil changes needed. Not only saving you money, but time too. Whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger or on the road, Ford customers will have simple and easy access to the Blue Oval Charge Network, the largest public charging network in North America offered by automotive manufacturers, with over 19,500 charging stations and growing. Head over to Ford.com to learn more about the electric revolution. Built Ford Proud. We're joined now by Sarah Jane Case, creator of the massively popular Enneagram and Coffee podcast and Instagram account and author of the book, The Honest Enneagram. Sarah Jane, thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. So your um, podcast and your Instagram account um, have a tremendous following. What is it that people want to know more about? Yeah. I mean, I think we're all kind of looking for new ways to be known. You know, we want to be seen by the people in our lives. And, and so having like this language and the specific understanding of who we are and how we function, I think that my account grew so massively because people had this opportunity to share with the people in their life in a simple way. Like here, here's a little bit more of who I am. Here's a little bit more of an understanding into why I do what I do and how I function. What is the basis of the Enneagram personality test and what does it tell you about yourself? Yeah, I think the simplest description is the Enneagram, like our type reveals to us what we think we have to be in order to be good or accepted or loved. So um, it's kind of this set of values or worldview that when used appropriately are wonderful, but when overused kind of don't serve us or others very well. And how do people know what type they are? So a lot of people take a quiz online and I think that's great. That's a good place to start. And then I think from there, you really need to get into questioning that because it's pretty easy to mistype. So you want to really question um, and read up. So I think a good book is a really good place to, to begin and you know yourself better than anyone because it is motivation-based. So it's like your fears, um, your motivation. So testing on that is a little dicey. It's a little tricky. Um, But when you read your type, most of us get a pretty clear indicator as to whether whether we relate to it or not. It's a little uncomfortable, actually. Uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, you feel like so... um, I When I found mine, I, I said, I feel like someone read my journal. Like, it's so intimate and so in depth that it feels a little exposing and like, I don't want everyone to know that about me though. And that, and when, if that's the way you feel, you've been typed right. So what's your type? I'm a type seven and we are, um, I would say the value set is in positivity and, and positive thinking. Um, we, we fear being trapped in emotional pain. And so because of that, I don't, I don't, access those negative emotions and can really try to keep myself very busy and fast moving as a way to not have to sit in my sadness or my fear or, you know, all those 
darker, darker feelings. What, what is that type? Number seven? Does it have like a, Yeah, they're the enthusiast, the enthusiast. Oh, I think I said that was one of the ones I wanted to be. Wasn't it? Pia? It was, it was. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cause a lot of people of... say they want to be the seven. Cause it sounds like fun. <laughs> You're saying not so much. <laughs> well, the fun. So for, for the reality being, it's fun to be around us. Right. Because I, I talked to someone recently about how in college I was so fun. I was easy to be around, you know, like I said, I'm happy. I'm, I'm bringing my happiness to you. I'm bringing the sunshine. Like it's easy. I don't need anything from you. We're good to go. Um, but that I would be in a room full of people who all knew me, but none really knew me because no one was getting to connect to me on that deep emotional level. And there wasn't a lot of like safety and trust built. So I would be really lonely in crowds and crowds of people who all knew my name, um, but didn't really get to know me. Is it possible to change your type? No, your type stays the same. We do have elements that change, right? Like there's a, a number on either side of you that's called your wing. So um, as a seven, my, my access is to six and to eight. And maybe for a season, I really lean into that eight wing and I become more dominant, more powerful, more leader oriented. Maybe for a season, I lean into that six and I become a little bit more cautious, prepared, that kind of thing. So are, are you, can you be, this was a question that Pia and I had, can you, because when we were reading through the list of the types, we both felt connected to, to two types each. Mm-hmm. Can you be a hybrid of types? Yes. Yeah. So that wing, um, some of us have a, a wing that's so strong that we really relate to both of them. Even though our core motivation is still our dominant type, we might relate to the other. The other cool thing is that there are these, there are lines drawn in this, in the Enneagram, you'll see the symbols, a circle, and there's two lines drawn to and from your number. And each of those lines, one represents a stress move. So this is where you go if you are stressed out, you need some self-care. And then the other one is a rest move. And this is where you go when you maybe feel safe or at ease or relaxed. And so it's very common as well to relate to both your stress and your rest number, as well as maybe one or both of your wings and your dominant type. So you can really start to see yourself in the way that you move. It's a it's really active system. How can you use this information if you're interacting with someone who isn't into it or doesn't believe in it or is new to it so they don't know their type? Are you typing other people? Are you saying, hmm, I'm getting a three vibe from them and so I should respond accordingly? So I, my favorite way to use the Enneagram with people who don't aren't bought into the system is to ask better questions, right? Because now we have the information we need to ask more informed questions. So let's say I get a three vibe, then I can ask the question, how important is it to you that you get told that you're doing a good job? Or how, how much does it matter to you that you are seen for what you've accomplished in your life? Or when's the last time that you said you really took note of how far you've already come instead of just thinking about how far you have left to go? Um, So that gives me better questions to ask to connect to that person versus um, kind of making assumptions about it, which I think is almost all of us, when we start to learn about the Enneagram, we start, we start with assumptions. We start to be like, Oh, you're three. I know. I know what you do. (laughs) Um, and it takes a lot more effort to slow down and ask questions instead, but that has offered me more rich connection. How do people respond when you ask questions like that? I might be a little suspicious. Like what's, what's this lady getting at? What she, what does she want from me? She's Uh asking two personal questions. 
So every type is going to respond differently. So what does that tell you about what type I am? (laughs) It did give me a little information. I will say, um, if I had the assumption that maybe they were one type or another, then I might cater the questions appropriately. You know, if I know, okay, a type two is going to want to like connect your heart to my heart. Let's go there. A type four is going to be the same way. Like here's like, I want to talk about myself. I want you to hear who I am. Um, then I know I can kind of probe more intimately, even if maybe the relational build isn't there. Um, a little bit more of a guarded type, like a type five or a type eight, I'm, I'm not going to go that deep that fast um, because I know that they're going to be like, fives are going to be like, hey, that's my business. Eights are going to be like, what's your game here? Like, right. what's the goal? Like, how are you going to use this against me in the long run? Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it, it feels like I'm giving you too much ammunition. Yeah. Ammunition. Yeah, totally. So let's break this down in the different parts of your life. So let's start with love. Mm-hmm. How knowing your Enneagram type help you find and maintain the right romantic relationship? Mm-hmm. My favorite way to use the Enneagram in relationships is to start with ourself and to really heal the dynamic that we're, we have with us. Because I think that our relationship to ourselves is what bleeds into every relationship of our life. So like we talked about earlier, if I reject negativity in myself, then I'm going to reject that in others. If I can't fully accept myself in my good, my bad, my ugly, then I'm not going to be able to hold that space for someone else. Or I can get into real codependency patterns, right? Where I'm like, I'm not good enough. So like, let's just whatever you tell me about me is real. And so the Enneagram can first and foremost be a tool to heal your relationship to self. And then from there, when we go into finding love and healing our relationships, we can get into having common language in which we can communicate these areas in which we didn't even know we needed to work on, right? Like when you think this is your value set, you think this is the way everyone's supposed to be, then you don't always recognize that what you're bringing to the table in a relationship isn't good. So I think I'm bringing the positivity to the relationship. That's awesome. And I'm bringing sometimes toxic positivity to the relationship, which is expected. What is that? Ooh, it's like my biggest struggle in life, which is like me telling you to just buck up and feel better. Like Mm. when you are going through a hard time, when, when, I mean, and I think like in, in, in our season of the world right now, like these deep things that are coming to light, instead of saying like, I will sit with you in the pain, I will sit with you in the fact that like, this is real instead saying, can you just feel better already? Can we not talk about that? That's like too negative for me. I can't be there with you, which is the thing I've had to unlearn more than anything else in my relationship to individuals, my relationship to society is in, I can sit with this discomfort with you because you matter. Mm. What about work, work and money? Mm -hmm. So how can knowing your Enneagram type help you professionally and help you make more money? Yeah. I love that question. (laughs) I like lit up. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about money. My money clip too. (laughs) Dollar bills, y'all. I just want more women to talk about making money. I just like, yes, Yes, let's do it. Make it rain. Um, Make it rain. Um, So with money, I think we can really clearly see where we limit ourselves. Right. Um, So some types will start to think it's not ethical to ask for more money. Some people will think it's not kind or it's not helpful. You want to be helpful or um, other types will focus more on the money and less on the satisfaction of the process of earning that money. 
And so you can really start to see where you're keeping yourself small. As a seven, my biggest thing is I like to say yes. I like all the options, all of the opportunity. And so I might spread myself very, very thin and limit the income potential of all of these different outlets because I've chosen 30 outlets instead of really going all in on one. Um, you know, our type fours might struggle with belief that they have everything they need to do the things they want to do. They might think, oh, if I just had this thing, then I'd be able to do it. Then I'd be capable of doing it. Um, so really recognizing where we're limiting ourselves in general can show us where we're limiting ourselves in relation to our income potential. Um, so I am dying to know what my type is. Pia, are you excited about this? With bated breath. I'm like, <laughs> Sarah Jane, bring it. All right. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Sarah Jane, you're going to reveal to us the results of our test. And we'll talk about the journey because you say that knowing your, your test results is just the beginning of the process. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zinn is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zinn anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zinn. Visit Zinn.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zinn nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew, sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Sponsorship for this podcast is brought to you by Ford, built Ford Proud. Ford Motor Company is committed to redefining what electric can do with new all-electric vehicles like the Mustang Mach-E and the F-150 Lightning that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Ford is going above and beyond in innovation to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology on the market. And when you drive all electric with Ford, you get impressive torque, zero tailpipe emissions, and no more oil changes needed. Not only saving you money, but time too. Whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger or on the road, Ford customers will have simple and easy access to the Blue Oval Charge Network, the largest public charging network in North America offered by automotive manufacturers, with over 19,500 charging stations and growing. Head over to Ford.com to learn more about the electric revolution. Built Ford Proud. Okay, so we're back. Now we're going to learn our Enneagram test results. Pia and I both took a test. We had the results emailed to you, Sarah Jane. So we have taken the test, but we have not seen the results. So I'm going to let Pia go first. So please reveal Pia's Enneagram personality type. Okay. So what I'm going to tell you is your top two numbers 
Okay, so Pia, your top two types, you were type two and then type four. So what are those? So type two is the helper. Um, (laughs) They're focused on being loved and being loving and being likable. Um, They really value relationship. They want to be, they want people to be happy around them. They want to make people feel comfortable and um, they'll go out of their way to, to please others. And what's accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Type four is the um, individualist. They're focused on authentic emotion, feeling all of their feelings honestly, um, expressing those feelings honestly. They aren't uncomfortable with melancholy. Like I wouldn't say that they like prefer melancholy, but like they're fine with it. And um, but they're also fine with like elation and joy. They they want to feel everything. They want to be present with all of their emotions. Um, the the big difference between our two and our four. So if let's say those are your top two. The big differences here are that fours are relatively self-referencing. So they don't mind talking about themselves. They don't mind sharing themselves. They don't mind admitting maybe where they fall short. Our twos really want to be seen as good and want or not good, but like likable and lovable. So Pia, what's your reaction to hearing that? Uh, that resonates deeply for me because I, I'm a very um, vulnerable person. You know, even, even on social media, I allow my feelings to show. Um, and, but I also recognize that, yeah, I, I do want, I don't like that other people don't like me. I take it. I sometimes take that personally. Um, and I do want to make other people feel comfortable, feel loved, feel seen. And I'm also someone though, that I think requires validation. So, you know, I want to know like, Hey, you did a great job with that. Or, Hey, I appreciate that you did that thing. So that, that really, that nailed it. Yeah. Um, The cool thing about two and four. So depending on which one's your dominant type, they actually move to each other. So type two, let's say type two are your dominant, then when you are feeling safe, happy, relaxed, you might move to type four. You might be more self oriented, a little bit more individualistic, or as a type four, when you're stressed out, you might move to that helper space as a move of stress. So like, um, like you want, like type fours also kind of crave that validation and that seeing, but it's a little, the flavor's different. So twos feel like they need to earn that. Fours want you to just like them for who they are because they are what they are. Mm. Um, They want you to know them intricately and intimately and like in the specific details of what they are. And that is kind of a way to be loved. So when they feel like that's missing, they might kind of move into that two space and become extra helpful, extra supportive as a way to kind of earn that feeling. Interesting. All right. So I guess it's my turn. Sarah Jane, what did we learn? Your first one was three. And then your second was eight. Okay. So what are those? So type three is the achiever. So they're focused on success and achieving, moving to the next level. Um, The eight is the challenger. So they're focused on being a leader, um, not like they don't want to be controlled by other people. They want to be in control. Um, They're focused more on being they, there's a big similarities here between the three and the eight, I'll say. So they both are like success driven. They both work really hard. They're both focused and dedicated. The major difference is, is that, um, a three is going to struggle more with what we call mirroring or masking. So in a, in a dynamic where there's a group, you're going to kind of match the tone of the group. You're going to show up how people want you to show up. you you might, um, bend or sway to kind of match the 
the tone, whereas an eight is a little bit more blunt and direct and like, this is what I am, take it or leave it. Um, and can get into a little bit more inclined to get into conflict because they don't mind being honest about who they are, how they feel, what they want. Do we- interesting. So what's interesting is that um, I recognize the three, but I strive mm-hmm. to be more like the eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I strive to every day. I pray to give fewer fucks than I did yesterday. So <laughs> that's, like, that, that's the person that that's my ideal self. Yeah. Yeah. Is the one that isn't so molded by the environment. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that it, that makes sense that you would have that because threes, the, I have this ideal self that they're constantly working toward. And so for that ideal self to be such a strong type in your pattern makes sense because threes can kind of make themselves whatever they want to be. Um, they have the ability to really just like go in and be like, I want to fix this and this and this about myself. And then they just do it. Um, they don't ask a lot of, it doesn't take a lot of effort to achieve. They work hard, but that's just your mode of operation, right? It's like, I'm going to do the things I say I'm going to do. I'm going to be who I want to be in the world. Interesting. So if this Mm -hmm. is the beginning, then where do we go from here? So from here, I think it's really about first intimately getting to know the pattern, right? Like this structure and then identifying that it isn't you. So separating yourself from the structure because what this is, is it's essentially the, the armor that we think we have to put on to protect ourselves. So it's like, we think we have to guard ourselves from the world by being this type structure. So as a seven, I'm like, if I'm positive, if I'm happy, then like, I'm not going to get hurt. And threes are like, if I'm always just succeeding, if I'm successful, then I'm not going to, I'll never feel worthless. You know, fours are like, if I just can find myself and express myself, honestly, then I will feel love. But like, once I'm intimately known, then I will feel worthy or loved and recognizing that like that we don't have to earn these things. We don't have to earn happiness. We don't have to earn goodness. It is just here. And we've been trained our whole lives that this was something that had, we had to earn. We had to be qualified to receive through whatever it is our different value set, whatever our type structure says we have to be. So the more we can separate ourselves from the over-identification with it, then the easier it is for us to start to recognize it as a coping mechanism, which is what it, ultimately what it is. So that's really profound. So what you're saying is that these are the different ways that we're each trying to achieve feelings of worth and Mm -hmm. value and love. Yeah. We're all seeking the same thing. We've just identified different paths Mm -hmm. to getting that. Mm -hmm. But that really none of those paths matter because those things are already here. Yeah. They're innate, right? We were, we're given those at birth, but we, we, there, we receive messages along the way that, you know, whether that's just like the different beliefs say different things. Some say that we are, you know, nature versus nurture, right? I think I'm presumed to think that we're born with a sensitivity to whatever our particular type structure is. So we grow up looking for evidence that we have to be this. And we find that evidence along the way. And then that really ingrains that this is the way that we get through. And um, once we're able to 
separate ourselves and we can more clearly say like, oh, this is the healthy version of this, right? Like there's a, there's an element of all of our types that are great. Like it's great to be able to succeed. It's great to be able to like authentically express yourself. It's amazing to be positive. And when we over function, when we overuse it, when we lean on it a little bit too much, we end up doing more harm to ourselves and to others than was ever necessary. Wow. This is deeper than I thought. I thought it was going to be like a Zodiac sign, but really it's about (laughs) the universal quest for acceptance and love. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone wants to start this journey, what are your recommendations for resources? How can they find out their type? And then you mentioned a lot of other stuff that now I want to know more about, like the wings and the stress line and the rest line. So how can people start this journey? Yeah. At risk of being overly pluggy of myself, I will say that I have a book. Plug away, Sarah Jane. We're about making that money, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I will say that my book, The Honest Enneagram, is a really good place to start. It's a good entry book. It's not textbook-like. It's very friendly. Um, And it's meant to be digestible and easy to understand. So I would would suggest picking up a good book. I want you to buy mine. Um, And read up on the different types. You'll start to see yourself in one or the other. And then this book will also break down each, the lines, the wings, the levels of health. There's subtypes, which um, are more than we can get into today, but all of these different elements are in there as well. And then I break down how that shows up for, for every type in the, in the book itself. Great. And where can people find you on social media? They can find me at Enneagram and Coffee on Instagram. And there's a podcast, Enneagram and Coffee. And I have a YouTube channel now, which is just my name, Sarah Jane Case. Oh, I love it. I'll go subscribe. I'm a baby to YouTube. How long have you been doing your channel? Tiny baby. Like very, very new. What is the, what is your content? Like what kinds of videos are you creating? This, there's some Enneagram content. It's mostly like lifestyle stuff. So that's been really fun for me to play with like day in the life, morning routine, oh, all that fun. kind of stuff. Well, yeah. we, maybe we can collaborate on YouTube. We'll like switch morning oh, that routines would be so or something. Fun. <laughs> I would love, I'm like, eat that up. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I, I will definitely reach out about that. And Pia, where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, uh, I am mixed fat chick and website is mixedfatchick.com. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. I want to know what trends you have questions about. So hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Mara S. Combo. You can also check out The Trend Reporter on YouTube, covering all of the newest trends, including tutorials on everything from food to beauty. That's YouTube.com slash Mara S. Combo. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Ford is going above and beyond to not only create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology, but to make sure that customers are well-educated on how to move forward with electric energy. Ford customers will also have easy and simple access to charge, whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger or on the road. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud.
No matter if the economy is up or down, healthcare careers continue to grow, especially in management. Stevenson University Online's Master's in Healthcare Management can put your career on a new track, especially for career changers with previous business, HR, or technology backgrounds. Discover new opportunities with our Healthcare Management Master's. No GREs, no application fees, and 100% online. Visit online.stevenson.edu slash healthcare management. Legal professionals know that e-discovery can be painful, but the right platform can help you find the truth in minutes. Just how Everlaw helped crack the case in the Theranos civil litigation. Using Everlaw's cutting-edge technology, the lead lawyer quickly combed through millions of documents to find his smoking gun. That's why Amlaw 200 firms, Fortune 500 corporations, and all 50 state AGs trust Everlaw to find critical information in massive amounts of data. Book your demo today at everlaw.com.